0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the search is on for a contractor to build CISA its new headquarters. The Merit Systems Protection Board would like hiring officials to focus more on skills when evaluating candidates. And another call for the federal government to do more to adopt cloud technologies. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is moving to a consolidated campus for the Department of Homeland Security. Now the search is on for a vendor to construct the CISA headquarters at the St. Elizabeth's campus. The General Services Administration is seeking bids from vendors to build a 10-floor, 626,000-square-foot headquarters for CISA. Construction has been in the works at the DHS St. Elizabeth's campus since 2009. It's the biggest federal construction project since the Pentagon. The Biden administration calls on agencies to expand feds' access to paid leave options. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The White House additionally urges agencies to encourage feds in their first year on the job to use unpaid leave. That's if a situation arises and they haven't been able to accrue enough time off. Biden also directs the Office of Personnel Management to issue guidance to agencies on safe leave. This type of leave would let feds take time off to recover from domestic violence. The White House announcement aligned with the 30th anniversary of the Family and Medical Leave Act, which lets workers use 12 weeks of unpaid leave in certain situations. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Merit Systems Protection Board encourages federal hiring managers to focus more on job candidates' skills rather than their education. Currently, about 40 percent of federal HR staff say their agencies use education to a great extent when assessing applicants. That's according to a recent MSPB survey. The board added that assessments centering on resumes, occupational questionnaires, and educational levels are worse at predicting a candidate's actual job performance. To better assess job applicants, MSPB says more funding may be needed to create centralized hiring tools that agencies can use. Agencies target five common life experiences to improve customer service. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. The Biden administration is releasing journey maps for the five life experiences outlined in an executive order to improve customer experience in government. The journey maps reflect the perspective of approximately 500 individuals trying to access government services and the hurdles that get on their way. Senior presidential advisor Neera Tanden says the focus on life experiences helps agencies understand where there's room for improvement. We have a lot of information that we already have access to about what people are doing, what activities they're signing up for, where people are falling short. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. More news after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. Spouses of Air and Space Force members have a new fast track to get hired at overseas bases. The program allows base officials to quickly hire qualifying spouses for certain positions on a temporary basis. Through a direct hiring authority, an agency can hire any qualified applicant without having to go through traditional steps like competitive hiring. The positions have to be GS-15 or below and have an initial time period of two years, which can be extended to no more than six years. Air Force policy for administrative separation boards has a glitch that could allow the results to be overturned. The Government Accountability Office reports the policy for enlisted separation boards conflicts with itself. It says voting members have to have a rank of E-5 or higher, but another provision of the same policy says voting members have to be E-7 or higher. E-7 is the standard for separation boards throughout the rest of the Defense Department. Separation boards vote on whether service members should be fired for misconduct or poor performance. GAO recommends the policy be clarified. The Navy makes a big award to push its afloat networks further into modernization. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Department of Navy chose eight vendors to provide technology products and services under its Consolidated Afloat Networks and Enterprise Services, or CANES, program. Under the 10-year contract that's worth more than $4 billion, the contractors will produce units, kits, modules, components, software, spares, and development items. Through CANES, the Navy is consolidating and replacing its existing Afloat Networks. The program, launched in 2014, aims to develop the infrastructure for applications, systems, and services, required for shore, surface, and submarine platforms. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A technology industry group is calling on White House leaders to streamline agencies' adoption of cloud services. The Alliance for Digital Innovation is urging the White House to encourage agencies to be less risk averse with their security requirements. ADI also recommends incentivizing agencies to sponsor new cloud services by providing them with more funding and personnel for technology projects. And the group also says that any new security compliance programs in the government should include reciprocity for the Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program or FedRAMP. The Energy Department is facing questions about cyber attacks targeting national labs. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. Lawmakers are asking Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm for documents related to reported cyber intrusions at three national labs last summer. A Russia-linked hacking group is suspected to be behind those incidents. The hackers created fake login pages and sent emails to nuclear scientists to obtain their passwords. Lawmakers want to know more about the extent of the intrusions, including whether any sensitive data was stolen. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And New York Congressman Nick LaLota is the new chairman of the Small Business Subcommittee on Contracting and Infrastructure. LaLota is new to Congress, winning a seat last November, replacing Lee Zeldin. He's a graduate of the Naval Academy and retired from the Navy, serving as a surface warfare and retired from the Navy, serving as a surface warfare officer and as a tactical action officer. One of the subcommittee's major priorities is to improve the SBA Act, which would enhance the accountability and accuracy in federal dollars reported as going to small businesses by eliminating duplications in dollars counted. The Democrats have not yet named the new ranking members. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.